This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here today at the Art Hall in Uptown, and I'm visiting with local artist Sarah Day Short. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I thought what we would do is maybe start by hearing from you a little bit about your life journey and uh, what inspired you to start doing artwork. Okay. Um, well, I was always artsy as a kid. I think most kids are artsy, you know, but uh, I was always easy baking and making friendship bracelets and drawing and my parents really encouraged that so it was lucky but when I when it was time to go to college and I decided I wanted well I started out as an interior design major and I thought you know that's a way I can kind of do art but make money and I was mistaken <laughs> um, I know a, a lot of people I, I know a lot of designers and they're artsy people too and love it but for me it was just too structured and I didn't feel like I really had any uh, much control over it it was more like this is what the client is going to want and there's a lot of measurements and math involved which is not me and so I decided to switch over to fine art and my family was not okay with that mm. um, which I think is a, a lot of artists have that that same struggle you know parents saying like well how are you gonna pay your bills making art that's not a, a real career so you know at the time I was 18 19 I didn't care I just you know wanted to make art and I thought I can major in this in college well hell yeah I'm gonna do that <laughs> so um, I started out as a printmaking um, emphasis and I'm very detail-oriented and so it was perfect for me, and I loved it, and ended up graduating, it took me five years to graduate, uh, with my printmaking emphasis, and then shortly after I joined Fringe, the local women's art organization, which has been amazing, and just like so many inspirational women coming through there, and uh, at the time we had these themed shows really early on, like 2011 I think, and I hated him because it was, again, like, restrictive, you know. But I think it really pushed me outside of my box and made me try new things. And we had this themed show called Reverie, which was kind of like dream. It means a dreamlike state. So um, a lot of what girls were doing, you know, like they had a dream and then they were inspired by the dream and made this piece. And I was like, for me, I kind of interpreted it differently, and I was just like, in dreams, we can't really control things, and so I wanted to do a piece that was, like, outside of my comfort zone completely. My little printmaker, detail-oriented mind, I was like, I want to do this huge piece, which mm. is way not what I did at the time. I did, like, little small, you know, like, 18 by 24 at the biggest pieces. So I had this giant, like, seven-foot canvas. And I was like, I'm just going to throw paint all over it and see what happens. And I kind of collaborated on it with my husband. And um, that kind of led me to what I'm working on now. And it completely changed my perspective of what art should be. Because I think in school, we're, we're kind of told, you know, like, they try to put you in boxes, you know you're a printmaker or you're a conceptual artist or you're a craft or whatever and it kind of made it where 
it was just a therapy for me and it was a way to express myself but also uh, to work through whatever I was going through at the time. So that kind of led me to doing large-scale art and more abstract work um, and not so controlled which I think I'm learning now like as I'm even talking about this you know uh, starting out in college doing interior design it was too controlled and this was too controlled and slowly I'm coming out of that and just loosening my style um, and now actually I've been experimenting with resin mm. for the past year which is kind of blowing up in the art scene it's all over the place if you've seen it but I took a workshop about a year ago from another fringe woman Becky Armand um, and I originally took it because I was thinking, I'm just going to coat my pieces in resin. It's going to be this cool, like, glossy finish. And then I realized there's, like, so much you can do with it. You can mix things into it. You can, like, actually paint with it. And I just fell in love and spent so much money on resin in the last year. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing now, and I'm really just focusing on colors and movement and light. And I use a lot of metallics, so anything that reflects light, that glossy finish versus a matte finish, I love that. So that's my art journey from start to finish, pretty much. Oh yeah, I appreciate it, <laughs> and I and I was curious. I guess going back a little bit to uh, you know when you started to do, when you started working on that first large piece mm -hmm. was, uh, I mean, when you started working on that, did you, I just want to make sure I understand, were you not exactly sure where you where you were going with that? Exactly. Um, because before it was mainly just printmaking. I had done some painting. I took painting classes in college, but it was like very traditional portrait landscape oil paintings, you know, and this, I just bought a whole bunch of tubes of this cheap acrylic, like, you know, Hobby Lobby brand mm. paint, and I was just like, I'm just gonna throw some colors on this canvas and see what happens. It was very uh, out of the norm for me at the time. It's not anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's, it's just really neat, and it's inspiring to think that, you know, sometimes you may not have any idea exactly where it's going when you start with mm -hmm. the project. But when you, and I, and I think it's really commendable that you allowed yourself to, to even if it were to be uncomfortable through that yeah. process, that you were willing to just kind of well, let things and happen. And I'm finding the older I get, uh, the more that I step outside of my comfort zone and do that, the better the art is. And it's like, I hate the word authentic. I think it's overused. But mm -hmm. it, there's an authenticity to it, you know. Um, and it's it just seems more real to me. You get that the feeling that the artist had or the intention, you know, and you can kind of, the thing I love about abstract art is it's like more in line with music where each viewer is going to take away something different and they're not necessarily going to take away what you put into it. And I, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, I get the feeling that uh, of the importance of not having a lot of preconceived notions. I guess it, it's it's really it almost seems to me like there's almost two levels of it. In other words, you go into this, you know, without a lot of preconceived notions, and then also you're open to letting people who view it also, you know, that you don't necessarily need them exactly. to see something in particular. Yeah. 
And I know sometimes with abstract art, it seems like everyone has a little bit of a different take, you know, as far as what their two people can look, or more than two people can look at a piece of art and, and see something completely yeah, different. Yeah, and that's what I love about it. You know, with uh, anything with a, a very strict narrative, you know, figurative work, you can kind of pretty much tell people, almost tell people what to think in a way. Yeah. It's, it's varied, but... You know, it's more, you're more creating a story for someone. With abstract art, it's like, people can take away what they want to take away from it. Oh, yeah. And I just, I love that part of it. It's my favorite thing. Like, my favorite thing in the world is doing custom art. Oh, okay. And just, like, creating something, you know, someone just gives me colors. Say, these are my favorite colors. And, you know, even just working from pictures from their house and, like, they want something to pop in the living room or to flow with their bedroom or whatever, mm. and I love doing that. It's yeah. just, that's my real passion is that custom art, just kind of speaking to the individual. And I wonder too, just make sure I understand, so in other words, they don't necessarily tell you exactly what they're wanting to see as far as the, the finished work. They just kind of really. give you colors to work with. Or? I mean, if anyone is, is familiar with my style, they kind of know what to expect. You know, I do a lot of, like, drippies and blobs, and uh, metallic is always something that's in my work, usually, unless someone asks specifically, no metallic. Um, but that's where I, I bring that detail back in with the metallics, because then I can, I can kind of see... I usually play off of, like, a rug they have or... Mm. You know, if there's like a certain flower that they like or something, I'm really getting into florals lately too. Um, but that's kind of where I bring in a narrative. And sometimes it's just lines or, or circles or shapes, but it kind of moves your eye around. And I think certain shapes and even lines, like straight lines, wherever they're pointing, can kind of guide you in a way. And I wonder, too, when you started doing custom work, was there any uh, hesitancy or concern about whether the, per, you know, the person or people you were doing this for? I've, I've never Definitely. talked to anyone. In fact, this is interesting. I've never talked to anyone about doing custom art before, so it's, it, it, yeah, it intrigues me. Yeah, people don't. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid of it because hmm. they think it's going to be, number one, that it's going to be like so expensive. you know. And that's the other thing that I really I strive to make affordable art like I've been criticized for underpricing my work a mm. lot um, but with custom art it's a guaranteed sale for me so in my opinion I shouldn't price it higher than say if I put something in a gallery where they're going to take half of my profit you know Oh yeah. so a lot of people are afraid to ask but I, I try to tell people like in most cases it's going to be cheaper hmm and also, uh, going back to what you said about if I had any hesitation, definitely. <laughs> because, you know, my whole thing with not wanting to be controlled or put in a box, like, there are limitations. If people say, I only want blue and I only want, you know, these certain colors, it can be restrictive. But at the same time, it's also, it pushes you to think differently like oh, yeah. if I can only use this color how am I going to make it interesting you know and not boring just blue oh yeah yeah 
And it's, uh, uh, did you find that you got a little more comfortable with that as you started doing more of that type oh, of work? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, that uh, with people, I know I'm just kind of thinking to myself, you know, if I was going to, if I was going to order a custom piece, just thinking about, you know, exactly how I wouldn't even know how to express. Do you find sometimes that people will, you know, get feedback from you or suggestions as far as you, you'll actually see their home or see their office? Yeah, I like to do an on-site visit first, but not everybody wants to do that, especially if, you know, they're a stranger. Oh, yeah. Um, but I always ask for at least a picture of the room, you know, and just kind of get a feel for what they like, like what their favorite colors are, what they like to decorate with, and then really just, like, kind of their personality, too. You know, do you travel? Where do you like to travel? That kind of thing. Hmm. So if somebody really likes, you know, the beach, most likely they're going to like those turquoise and sparkle, white, sand, that kind, those kind of colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you find sometimes that people get a little bit overwhelmed when they're trying to, Definitely. you know, when they're trying to tell you what they want? Especially or early on in this process, um, I would just bombard them with, like, <laughs> so way too much information, you know, especially people who aren't, like, art-minded. Yeah. They're just like, I don't know, just do what you do. Like, <laughs> send them way too many pictures of my process. And yeah, I've, I've kind of, and you learn like certain people do want that. You know, mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm making a piece for another artist or someone who's even like a photographer or a musician, like they want to be involved in that process. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people, they're just like, you just make what you make and I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And those are the best. That's my favorite, when I can just kind of be left to my own devices and have a few guidelines, and usually people respond well. Oh, that's neat. That's mm -hmm. neat. And it, at first, when you started doing this, I mean, when, when it was time to show them the work, I mean, was there some was there sometimes some hesitancy or yeah. uncertainty? Yeah, and I started having to write that into the contract, kind of like, I'll send you pictures, but, you know on a phone screen it's gonna look different than in person like oh, yeah. come over see it like be honest with me because some people are like are hesitant on their end to say you know I don't really like this part of it or this color is too dark or whatever and I'm like just be completely honest so that you're not gonna hurt my feelings you know oh yeah and that kind of brings to mind I hadn't really thought about that either before that I know I'm thinking to myself, if, you know, just putting myself in that position. And I, I know that it would be difficult because I, you know, res respect what an artist is doing so much that I would be afraid to not, I shouldn't use the word afraid, but I would, there would be some hesitation to yeah. give some candid feedback. And it's not necessarily that it's, uh, you know, as far as the quality, not really speaking about the quality of it, but more along the lines of maybe what I was thinking or what I yeah, had in mind. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I just wonder too sometimes if that's just the respect for the work that artists do that maybe sometimes is I wonder if it's hard for people to, to give you that straight yeah. feedback. Yeah, and I think for for other artists who work very conceptually, that's maybe hard. But for me, I'm like, I'm all about just the colors and the shapes and the beauty of the art for art's sake. You know, it's just, it's just paint on a canvas. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to hurt my feelings. Oh, absolutely. That's, and I wonder, too, sometimes, do you see that uh, as you do this for clients, sometimes that it affects them in a way maybe that, they, in other words, once they see what you've done, that it's affected them in a way maybe that they weren't prepared for? Or, yeah. 
Yeah, I've had a couple people. Um, one lady cried. Oh wow! Like, which is very <laughs> humbling, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm always surprised by those kind of things, you know. Like even when you ask me to do this interview, I'm like, me? Like really? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 in, in fact, I can tell you the uh, the two pieces, and I believe it was here in the art hall. I want to say it may have been one of the fringe shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made a note of this. It was uh, they were they were two smaller pieces. It was one was called Experimentations. And the other one, I believe, was yeah. Since I've Been Loving You, I think was the, was that the title. That was it, that. Apropos. Yeah, oh, that's right, okay, okay. Those are my new resin pieces that have been Oh, with. okay. Because when I saw that, I mean, and that's usually what I tend to do, is I've, I've been a big art fan for most of my life, and when I see certain works, and most of the, uh, the artists I've interviewed, I, don't, I haven't ever met mm-hmm. before I've spoken to them. And sometimes I just, and because I'm not necessarily trained as an artist, I mean, I, I'm looking at something, but I can't really explain technically, you know, why it appeals to me or yeah. why that it you gets my attention. Like it. It's just, yeah, and I, and I assume a lot of people are like that, I think, uh-huh. I, would, I would think. But, uh, yeah, I, and, and honestly, I had never seen the, uh, gosh, and see, there again, I'm struggling with words. The, oh my gosh, it's almost like the surface was just the way the colors kind of came at me. Mm-hmm. So to speak, I mean, just it was. It almost felt like I could immerse myself in that color. That's what I'm loving about this resin material. Yeah. It's just like the more stuff you put into it, and the more layers of it you pour on, it just yeah. like it's like this little tiny world within like half an inch. You know, you, the closer you get to it, it's like you can just see all these little layers, and I just have I'm obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> and, and it really, to me, it just it drew me in. I mean, it was just there was something about the there again. It was just the 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 surface and the way that it looked and the way that it interacted with the light. You know, when it was hanging on the wall, and it was just yeah. I I had never seen anything like that. Awesome. It was really I'm glad to hear that because yeah. when I first started using this material, I purposely didn't look at other resin artists. Like I didn't want that influence. I wanted it to just come from me yeah you know and I I I feel like with paint that's impossible like we've all seen paintings you know um but with this new material it's just it's really cool to just create from a place of of almost like nothing like I just took this workshop and that's it like I've never seen anyone else using it in this way wow they're out there but I just haven't looked at them. <laughs> Very interesting. And so to make sure I understand, since I'm a novice at this and don't know a lot about it, so there is no paint involved. This is purely just I a... I mix paint into the actual resin. Oh, So okay. it's an epoxy resin, which is just like what they use for tabletop, bar top oh, material. Okay. So it's super hard, mm-hmm. uh, durable material. I've been making like coasters and mm. um, serving trays out of it. It's awesome. It's yeah. just like... Um, the other thing is I have to wear a respirator when I use it, oh, wow. which is crazy for me. Like I'm used to just working with my hands and yeah. getting dirty and I have to wear gloves with it because it's just like sticky hmm. chemical material. It's not toxic, but it just, it gives me a headache, you know, but I work in my garage and, um, so I mix when you just use the resin itself and you, you're just like coating a canvas with it, that's what most people use it for. Hmm. It's not toxic. It's fine. Like it'll get on you and be sticky, but it's it's fine. So when you start mixing things in it, that's when it gets tricky and toxic. 
So my dad is a scientist. He works for the FAA, and he's like, you need to get a respirator. And like, <laughs> make sure you have proper ventilation. I'm like, okay, dad, I got it. Oh, wow. Wow. So if I understand, it is just a clear? I mean, it's just when it's you just... just clear. Oh, yeah. okay. So I mix, I use um, acrylic paint. Hmm. Just like in very small amounts, just have to put like a drop in and it'll... And also you can, the more paint you add, the more um, opacity it has. Hmm. So if you just add a teeny tiny bit, then you can see through to the other layers you've done. And that's what makes that little tiny world inside the resin. Um, and I've also been trying, um, my niece just went to France and she brought me back these pigment powders hmm. that they make from, it's like clay and just a different kind of minerals and stuff. And you can mix that in it and it's actually, it makes like this sparkle. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Wow. It's the first time I've just really been like super excited about a material. And I think <laughs> that what you said, like you've never seen it. I think that's why, you know. It's just like everybody's seen a painting, and this is just like so different and so new, and I'm excited to be excited about it. You know? Oh yeah, it's a, and I love what you say about how it's like it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's its own little world, or that it's mm -hmm. a, it's kind of a, and I think that's it's interesting that you say that because I knew there was something that it was almost like the way that you interact with the work. It's just like it wasn't the typical experience that I've had with with looking at paintings. Draws you in. Yeah, it really, it's very yeah. interesting. It's very interesting. Sounds like there's a lot of possibilities with this. That you, yeah, you and find I'm just scratching the surface. I mean, yeah. I've been doing it for less than a year, so I oh, feel like there's a lot more that I haven't discovered, you know? Yeah, that's very, it's, it's incredibly interesting. I, and I was wondering, too, was there, as far as looking back as you were starting your art career, was there any particular artist that, or any, anything in your life that was, in, you know, that inspired you or motivated you to, to um, want to do the kind of work that you're doing? or? I mean, early on, not really, uh, but now I, I really just, I want to do something very original and very yeah. authentic and different. Like, I don't want it, I don't want someone to say like, oh, your work reminds me of so-and-so, you know, um, I'm more inspired really by music than anything else, than like other artists. I try like on purpose not to look at other artists because I don't want that to influence my work even yeah. if it's like an unconscious thing or subconscious um so yeah music is my biggest inspiration that one piece since I've been loving you is a Led Zeppelin song wow <laughs> yeah. wow I may mean, need a moment I just, <laughs> <laughs> does it change it a little bit yeah Oh my goodness! Yes, it does. I and I've, I've, I've and it goes without saying. This interview is not about me. So, but it's yeah. It's I've always been a fan of theirs. And I, yeah. is it okay to ask me if there was a particular song, or was it just more just the band? It's since I've been loving you is the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I was, so, okay. I was so busy thinking about the, the artwork <laughs> that I wasn't thinking about. Yeah. 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 And so, it's it, it's so interesting. And I and I have to wonder. I, I feel like I heard uh, Carlos Santana one time spoke about. My, uh, Miles Davis album that he almost described it when he was listening to it he was seeing yeah, things in his head yeah yeah synesthesia is, I don't have it but I wish I did <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's like whatever I'm listening to while I'm creating that's what is inspiring me yeah and I don't know it's not that I necessarily like see certain colors but sometimes like if you're at a concert and you know there are bright lights and they have you know 
whatever the stage lights and stuff and you close your eyes you could kind of see different colors like with the different sounds and yeah so when people ask me what inspires me I'm like the first thing I always say is music Wow. but really for me like I just feel like I get asked that question a lot and I'm like everything can be inspiration you know if you just are open to it take a walk outside like you'll be inspired oh yeah yeah. But creating is just like something that's innate in me. So there's not really anything that like inspires me to get in the studio and create. I just, that's like what I do. I wake up in the morning and that's what I do. But yeah, music for sure. Very interesting. I, you know, I get the sense after just talking to you and this is, you know, the first time that I've met you that I just get the sense that the fact that you're willing to take these risks that you don't necessarily take a lot of, or take any preconceived notions into doing this and the fact that you're even above over and above that are willing to do this kind of work for other people where it's not like you've created something and then you're wanting to see if you know to hope that someone finds it and wants mm -hmm. that work and, and I realize that's something that's very important and a, and a huge part of the art world but the fact that you take you're willing to take that risk and, and you don't really know for sure what that person that's ordering that from you really wants a hundred percent and that you're willing to take that risk and do it's that. It's a great way to work. Yeah. I mean even from a business standpoint, I make more money off of people coming to me rather than like having to go out and put my art into a gallery somewhere where, you know, that's great. I love doing that too. Yeah. Because then I, you know, I make connections like with you. But, um, yeah, I mean, coming from coming at it from a business standpoint, it makes more sense. Yeah. Honestly. Very it's more fun for me too. Yeah. Just to work one on one with people. So if someone basically had like let's say a, a very unique kind of surface, or maybe it's something that you had not painted on before, I do I I'm, am I assuming that you, that's something you could do? I mean, if someone Definitely. wanted. Definitely. I haven't had that happen, but hmm. that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of <laughs> thinking. I just I was kind of seeing visions in my head. I was just thinking. It sounds like there's really a lot so many possibilities with yeah. this. That, yeah. Well, and I just I love trying new materials. And in the past, like, five, six-ish years, I've really only worked on canvas. And then working with this resin, the resin doesn't do well on canvas. Um, it kind of, it'll show, like, every little dust speck, every little mm. cat hair, which is, in my house, cat hair everywhere. <laughs> um, so with canvas, it's like, you know, the fibers of the canvas kind of stick up, and it's not that glassy, smooth surface that I want. Oh, Some yeah. people like that, but I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, so how to start working on wood or MDF or something that's like a smoother surface. Hmm. So, yeah, pushing myself and trying new things. And I, I find the more that I do that, the, the more I like the work. Yeah. And the better response I'm getting to it, too. That is, uh, I have to tell you, that is very, very inspiring and very compelling. It really, really is. I really appreciate the fact that you've taken the time today to visit, and uh, I just want to thank you. I didn't know if there's anything... Yeah, thanks for letting that, me talk this Oh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I didn't know if there's anything that you wanted to mention to listeners as far as anything you have um, coming up or any future developments. I, do, I have a show coming up. I'm putting a couple pieces in a show on Saturday at the Speakeasy. Hmm. It's to promote State Question 788. Yeah. For medicinal marijuana. Yeah. So I've done a couple little paintings for that and some coasters. 
Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. It's, it's been a pleasure visiting with yeah. you. Thanks so much. Thank you.